as if some robot is telling me I can't do anything. It's not easy to go an extended period of time without any sexual release. Think of you now. This retreat is to help you gain deeper emotional connections. These blue balls are all fine. We'll find out. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's been a few weeks. We have been gorging on reality TV and we are back with a new series. So what are we going to review? Because there ain't no Love Island on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of things splintering off that little uh, question, Dave. You are correct. We are going to start reviewing Netflix brand new binge watch series, Too Hot to Handle. Now, it was released everywhere yesterday, which was... Friday the 17th of April. Yep. So I didn't check my phone once, Dave, just what the date was, as I said that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the pretense of the show is it's a load of Love Island special type people, reality people who have, go on this place and they've got to basically not be together. And there's a prize fund that by the looks of it, reduces as they go on if there's some sort of contact. So we get introduced to a lot of people. Very interesting. Now, you say, Dave, there's no Love Island on, but we have got a bit of an announcement as well, haven't we, regarding the show? Yeah, so obviously with no Love Island on, um, or not looking like there's going to be for quite some time yet, and us just enjoying watching the different reality shows, um, we've decided we're going to go a bit more generic with the title, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we're going to change it slightly, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to change it to Dave's reality cast. (laughs) (laughs) Chris sometimes appears, but yeah, Dave's reality cast. (laughs) No, so we are going to change it. And we wanted to have all of this ready, but our logo guy is a bit slower than we thought. (laughs) We wanted to have it to launch with this series, but... It's going to be a little bit later, and then we'll hand out all the contact details and all of that. But it's going to be Chris and Dave's reality cast. And then we're sort of freed up, you know, when Love Island's on, we'll cover Love Island. When other things like Too Hot to Handle, Love is Blind, that we want to watch as well, so we'll cover those. So, Chris, I'm really excited. And again, I'm going to call myself out for being the massive fucking hypocrite that I am because <laughs> started this thing off, you know, hating this stuff. I, I did say, I seem to remember way back in episode one, you know, I, I love Big Brother, but it sort of consumed my life. And guess what? I'm fucking right back where I started. <laughs> <laughs> because we, I mean, before we get into Too Hot to Handle, We've been watching a lot, haven't we? And yeah. I, I haven't quite... So, Temptation Island, which you and a lot of our followers have, have been recommending for a while. And, you know, for me, it's a little bit too close to the bone on some things. So I, I've kind of avoided it, but ended up watching uh, season two and I just couldn't stop it. Blasted through the whole thing in a couple of days. And it is an amazing shit show. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm almost through, uh, I'm about halfway through the first season now as well. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I can't wait. I mean, I just hope that they've got season three in like post-production. It's already shot and everything and, and we can watch that and don't have to wait. But no, I, 
I'm glad I've watched it now. I mean, what what have you been watching, Chris? Uh, well, I think I said it. We don't even in our other podcast, the VHS tracks back. But me and Sam have lit. Obviously, everyone's been watching the Tiger King. We, we have our sort of mainstay reality stuff. So at the moment, we've got the Kardashians is back on. We watched that last night. We've got uh, Housewives of New York. Uh, that's that's on. We've got to watch that today actually. But one of the things that we've absolutely binged, and it's just becoming like you were saying about Temptation, ridiculous. Because I subscribe to that Hey You app and we have like every reality show you can think of coming from the States and stuff and around the world, Australia. We've absolutely caned Married with to Medicine. And I mean, like we're on, I think we're like near the end of the fourth series and these 18 episodes per season. So I'm trying to work out my 30, 54. So we've probably watched about 70 episodes at the moment of this show and they're all an hour long. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing with our life? You know? <laughs> we are going out walking and stuff, but in isolation. God bless. God bless lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just hammered that. I mean, it, what, what's interesting about that is that I've, they're either doctors. They're all like, it's a female-led cast. The husbands are in it as like support people. In at the odd scene or the odd interaction, but basically they're either married to a doctor themselves or they are doctors, and I'm all in Atlanta. And fuck me, it kicks off every. I mean, we've had proper punch ups, Dave. Exactly what I wanted when I watched with reality. Proper <laughs> people being smacked about and stuff. No one's hurt, but you know, like for the show, ah, oh, fucking, it's ridiculous. I shouldn't like it. People probably hate it, but we, I mean, Sam are just engrossed by this nonsense. It's just great. <laughs> Yeah. No, I must admit. I mean, I, I I think when we recorded last, we talked a little bit about Tiger King, didn't we? When we did our Love Is Blind wrap up, yeah. Um, but I I think they released the extra episode, but it it was sort of a nonsense thing, wasn't it? It was it was a bit of a reunion thing. Everyone's in lockdown, so it's all across Zoom or something. So uh, I don't think they needed to have that, to be honest. No, it wasn't what I was expecting, to be honest, because I messaged you, didn't I? Oh, I can't wait for this on Sunday. And it was released last week, weekend everywhere. I, like, Joel McHale's very much, Dave, he's very much like, um, what do you, oh, not Oxo. <laughs> fucking Oxo. Oxo? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Marmite, I mean, Marmite. He's very, Marmite. He's, he's very, very fucking Oxo. He's a bit of gravy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he used to produce a show called The Soup on E, which he used to watch, which basically was a bit like a, bit like a satire show where he fronted it, he'd have a couple of people off him, but mainly he just took the piss out of celebrities, you know, like in their sort of stupid worlds they live in where they think they're so important. And it was quite a good show, and then they finished it. And he's done a lot of gaming stuff as well, but he's very, I said this to you then, we've talked about this previously, but I said he's very, very vanilla the way he is. He, 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 he's just weird at times. And I think it didn't come across very well. His humour, just for me, was just lost completely. Maybe because there wasn't a live audience, but you could see that everyone from the Tiger King had got sent a pair of AirPods, except for the producer who had one in his ear and behind his head. Um, but yeah, it wasn't what I wanted really. I think you're right. I think it, it was one of them things like we didn't need it. There was nothing. I mean, the only thing they did do is everyone did a hatchet and berry job on Joe Exotic. That's about it. And it sounds that the producers were a bit more lenient on Joe than what he actually was. However, we haven't got his side mm. of the story, but it sounded awful what they were saying. But I just did. I was the same as you. I come away from it thinking, well, that was half an hour. I just didn't need to watch. Yeah, yeah. 
And I will say, just final kind of uh, sort of semi-plug, but I've been watching The Bachelor of South Africa, obviously, so set up this this other podcast so the bachelor banter where i'm doing with the lovely jade wright and we just we've been going through and we've been trying to catch up because we started after the season had started so we've caught up now and that's really starting to hot up but also on that same feed we're covering listen to your heart which is uh, like a bachelor spin-off and chris you've got to watch that first episode now it's a bit of a long one yeah and probably the highlights that I think you'll really enjoy is probably, you know, there's five minutes of this guy. But honestly, he's like a cross between Austin Powers and David Brent. <laughs> he is so fucking cringeworthy. It is unbelievable. <laughs> and I just loved him. Every time he was on screen, he was like, oh, I really like your lips. Oh, thank you. Do you like mine? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and then he gives the old, uh, you know, the old Roger Moore eyebrow lift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? But yeah, it's all based on, um, you know, a star is born. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that you really love that that movie, but it's basically based on that premise. So you know, can people find love through a, having a musical connection? So a bit different, yeah, but you know. Just just episode one's been released of that this this last Sunday, and so you'll get the next one. I mean, in the UK, it'll, it'll be Monday by the time it airs, but um, but yeah, no, definitely just for that bloke. He's called Michael. I, I, I think he's priceless. Right, I'll, get, I'll <laughs> get on that, Dave, as long as everything else we're doing. But I, I will say what we're doing with this show, Dave. Now, we know that it is all been released, and it? The whole series has been released on Netflix, but we're going to follow the same sort of DNA as the Love is Blind reviews that we did. So we are just watching it day by day. I'm sure some of the guys out there who are listening and that are probably... Uh, watched it and binged that, I totally understand. But we're just going to try, if we can, just hit it. Cause it's about seven parts, isn't it? And we're just going to try and do one each day just to finish the series off. So um, please don't spoil it for us, guys. And uh, I, I promise Dave, because Dave knows I'm terrible for twitching and going ahead and watching stuff. So I'm not <laughs> going to go ahead. I'm itching to watch it. After we've done this, I'm going to sort myself out and uh, get watching it in about an hour or so, I think, it's episode two. But no, so if if you want to watch along with us, then we're going to do it day by day. So uh, it's entirely up to you how you do it. I must admit, I mean, it, I, I finished watching it and I was like, fuck, <laughs> I can't carry on. I just want to carry on because it's just getting good. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, you know, we love all the interactions and everything. And, and like you say, with Love is Blind, everyone was so brilliant. No one spoiled anything for us. So I think we're probably more in danger of bloody being spoiled by Google or flicking past something on social media or something. But we're going to try and keep to a daily schedule. Now, it may not be every single day. We might have the odd one off, but we'll try and get through it pretty quickly so that, you know, for a lot of people, I don't think everyone's going to binge it on the first day it drops. So hopefully, you know, you can you can watch them and then come listen to see what our perspective is on, on have a bit of a recap and a bit of a laugh with it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So where do you want to start then, Dave, with this one? Well, first of all, I, I mean, I think a couple of people, so Sam and also uh, I, think it was, I think it was Rachel from Twitter had, had messaged us in, you know, saying, look at this trailer. And as soon as I saw the trailer, I was hooked. I just thought, oh, this is brilliant. This is like Love Island, only, you know, they 
can't have any sexual release, no kissing, no nothing at all. Um, you know, one of the girls is going on about, is blue balls really a thing? <laughs> or something like that. And I just thought, I love this concept. And I have to say, as soon as it starts, and you can see that they've picked, the casting deserves an award for this because they have picked the biggest bunch of narcissistic arseholes out there who are just promiscuous as fuck <laughs> stuck them all together and effectively strapped a you know imaginary money chastity belt on them i fucking loved it chris oh yeah it was it's funny because it starts off when we get chloe the english girl what I, what i appreciate on this show is you've got different people from different places around the world so you've got canadians Australians, uh, Americans, obviously there's a few English on here. And this Chloe girl straight away, I'm thinking she looks like she's going to be a fucking handful, a bit of a snidey one. She dropped a few things in there. But I'll tell you what got me, Dave, body of an absolute Adonis, personality of a fucking doorknob, that fucking David, the English guy, what a You know what I'll say, and, and I probably wouldn't have even thought of this, to be honest, if, if it wasn't covering Bachelor South Africa, but they've pretty much got every major English-speaking region covered, haven't they? Like yeah. you say, they've got Canada, they've got the US, they've got the UK, they've got um, Australia as well, but, you know, South Africa, it's like ginger-headed stepchild and left out again. <laughs> so producers get some fucking south africans in there next time <laughs> but <laughs> this david guy comes in and he's got you know, his absolute body of you know absolute adonis but i found him like what a wanker his vt was like oh, i can't say i'm gonna win about this that's like laughing his head off and i'm like no and they're all stood around together at this little bar setting there's three or four of them and it was later on the episode when he got with Rhonda and he's talking to her on the beach and he walks up and you would talk about David Brent, he walks up and goes, yeah. don't be looking down there. Don't don't be looking at my uh, crotch sort of thing. I'm thinking, <laughs> you fucking wasn't. You were literally putting it in her face as you sat down. And I'm like, that is fucking weird. I was just thinking that is really, really a weird thing to say when you've just met this girl. You know, this one of the things that, you know, as we've gone through covering Love Island that, we enjoy is when you get someone who clearly in the, on their local scene they just walk into a club they have to put no effort in whatsoever and they pulled already pretty much just a question of who yeah so they're a big fish in a small pond and then they come into something like this and quite a lot of them have just got no game whatsoever because no. they they're just like normally the body in the face is is enough and that's it Whereas, you know, some of the, the lines and the moves, they're just so fucking cringeworthy. I, I do agree about David. But I think, honestly, Chris, this look this makes the Love Island cast, like the actual cast, not our <laughs> podcast, <laughs> they look like they should be on fucking Mastermind or something. I mean, what a bunch of self-absorbed fucking narcissists. I mean, all of them are utter arseholes, aren't they? Yes. I mean, I, I read all the bios of each person and it's one of them where I'm like, you're all just Instagram 
fucking models or they've got their own business somewhere. I'm a, that David's a, a movement and nutrition specialist and, and I'm like, oh, what a dick. And when thingy come in, fucking Matthew, Jesus Christ superstar, and he comes in and it's about 100 degrees, but he's got a full fucking like weird outfit on. I was like, oh, this is the hippie guy in it. This is like the chilled out surfer dude or something. And then he pulls his hair out. And I mean, Sam, Sam was going mad there. She sat next to me going, the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? So like, what? They're all fucking set up. He's an he's this. And I'm like, wow. I said, you proper don't like this. I said, do you want me to watch it on me? And then he comes and he went, I fucking hate men with long hair like that. So I just went, well, what would you do if Jason Momoa came in? And she went, well, yeah, that's it. I said, so be quiet, please. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, what have the Romans done for us? But yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they have picked these different types, haven't they? Like you say, David. I mean, they've all got fantastic bodies, haven't they? But David's like, you know, quite clean cut look. You got Matthews, a surfer dude. But as soon as any of them opens their mouth, Chris, oh, they're just awful people, and, and just you know, so gagging for it. So as more of them come in, and there's more flirtiness, you know, and it, I was honestly questioning. I'm thinking, how much is this edited? Because they seem to race ahead with like the moves like it's been over a week or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, we had Rhonda and uh, I can't remember the other chap's name. Uh, they were kissing, through. weren't they? Yeah, they're having a bit of a snog uh, there. Sha- and... um, it's Sharon, his name is. Sharon Townsend. Sharon. No, it's actually Sharon Townsend, honestly. It is S-H-R-R-O-N. Fair enough. American, American lad. He's a model, I think, as well. He's a good-looking lad. He's one with the tattoos, isn't he? Yeah, you're right. It is Sharon with two R's, isn't it? I've just got him up now. So, yeah. So, they're having a bit of a snog. And, you know, you have um, even those introductory drinks, you know, a bit of books fizz, like an introduction yeah. wedding thing, isn't it? But, you know, they're all full-on flirting. You know, they think this is basically Love Island and they are all getting ready to fill their boots. And I have to say, Chris, we've been a bit critical. Ian Sterling aside, you know, the people who've done like the the Love Island, uh, Australia and and the US, they're a bit more PG and don't really take the piss. They just kind of comment a little bit on what's going on. I do like this commentator. Yeah. She is proper taking the piss out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, set up as a futuristic air freshener. I, I thought a lot of the comments, you know, she was just taking the piss out of them and I was loving it. I, I, I don't know who it is, but she was pretty funny. Well, Kells, the, the Londoner, he's an American football player or something. He said sort of like, Alexa, and she went, excuse me, I'm not fucking Alexa. But I do think you're right. I think what's interesting, by hiding behind something like that, you can do whatever you want. And I think that's probably better. I know when Ian Sterling does it, he's doing it post-production and stuff, and he's yeah. obviously watching it. But uh, this has got to be instantaneous. Now, I'm sure there's some production on the voice and the vocal and everything in it. She may have to re-record what she said in a booth or yeah, whatever. But, yeah. but it's all there. It's all we, we know how this works. I think what's good is like the Aussie lad, and I'm not being look, I ain't no oil painting day, but the Aussie lad, Harry, he's six five and he got loads of attention. And I wouldn't necessarily say he was the most good looking lad in there but he's seen the most genuine at the moment anyway yeah. and, and he has done a bit of reality stuff in the past he's been on a couple of shows in New Zealand he lives in LA and stuff but I think it was quite nice that 
he wasn't what you would initially call the most good looking, but he had some, you know what I mean? And they, all the girls sort of with, with two. And I like that. I do like that. Because like you were saying about, sorry to coach, but like you were saying about the guy with the body, a bit like what we said about Anton on Love Island last year. Yeah. Is he would, you you said this and you were on the money, is he would go in a pub anywhere and all the girls would be like, wow, tight top on. He probably the tightest fucking top. You don't need to speak. But when you are in that 1% bracket, You've got up your game like a footballer has any sports person, and I think that's the difference. These are all like in the probably one two percent of like good looking people, so your body only gets you so far. Yeah, I, I agree. Actually, I, I do. I, I wouldn't say I, I kind of liked him, but you know, he did seem to have a bit of bit of banter about him, bit of chat. You know, he, he was going on, wasn't he, old Harry? He was he was talking about he likes to give his girls the boyfriend dick. So not too big, not too small. And Matthew was, you know, in the diary room or whatever, he's taking the piss saying, oh, you know, you just meet someone and you tell him you got a small dick. No, no, he was saying he had a boyfriend dick. (laughs) What he was describing, though, sounded more like Goldilocks dick to me. (laughs) (laughs) Not too big, not too small. Just right. Um... (laughs) I've been telling myself that for years, Dave. (laughs) What, sticking it in the porridge? (laughs) No, no, just about right, I hope. <laughs> but I don't. I thought he was probably one of the, you know, weakest in the group, if you want to put it that way. You know, because the others had more, I guess, more striking features, and and I, th- I didn't think he'd do that well. But when they're having this game of fuck knows what they called it, just I, the guy who got up, he was just like, yeah, just blindfold and do whatever you want. So I, I see where this is going. And uh, he actually got up and had a bit of a bit of a smooch with Francesca, and mm. I think it went down pretty well. Yeah, it did. To be fair, because <laughs> when she came in, Francesca said, "Oh, she's really good looking," you know. And, and she come in, and I think, you know, you know, I like brunettes and stuff more than anything, and it really, but she's really striking. As soon as she said, "I've got a really good face," I was like, "Nah, I'm over it." I was thinking, "You are just another self-indulgent reality wanker," you know what I mean? Oh, they absolutely are. <laughs> All of them. Like yeah, I say, everyone. They're, they're, all terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I, Dave, with the terrible, but we fucking love talking about it. That's yeah. what it's about. And, and honestly, as this is going on, because she clearly gets a bit hot under the collar. Again, the commentator's going on about something about how frisky they're all getting, even though they only met like fucking nine hours ago or something. So, But as soon as she has this uh, sexy smooch, you know, her and Harry... They're off to the bedroom, and I am fucking loving it, Chris, because I know what's coming. It's like you are going to get cock-blocked <laughs> by fucking an air freshener. <laughs> I fucking love it. Fucking and they were just like... <laughs> and so then the, the, the bombshell is dropped. Now, they can either, you know, they can win if they abstain and, and just no kissing, no touching no sexual release of any kind, so no no sort of self-gratification. How do you think that will actually work, actually, coming up to it, Chris? Well, well, to be honest, it was very clever the way they built it up, because you're right, we had a timer, a 12-hour timer, and they all got to know each other. Like I said, we'd had a couple of people kissing, Sharon had kissed with Rhonda, and uh, obviously Harry had that. So it built up to something really nice. But what was what they didn't say, it was a bit clever, a bit cute, was... They were basically saying, if you kiss, you're involving even um, self-gratification, Dave, which I don't know whether any of us could get away with that for the amount of time in that villa. However, um, it looked like they were just out 
But when we did a preview at the end, it looks like every time you kiss or do something, you lose something. Yeah. So I said to Sam, and Sam said, well, it's clever because what it's saying is if two people genuinely love themselves, love each other, they're just going to go, fuck it, we're off. But it wasn't like that. It was more the more... <laughs> love each other. Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> this lot just want to rip each other's clothes off and fuck. <laughs> That's what they want to do. There's no love in this. But no, but, but <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> I know we pretty much probably won't be, but I think... That's the that's the concept. If somebody if they genuinely feel something, they're just gonna go, Well, money doesn't mean anything. Money is no object for love. So you're right. There's, I mean, I'm being a bit fucking too romantic there. David, they're all fucking <laughs> after what they can get, I'm sure. But I'm trying to play the game here. But but then it showed a counter, didn't it? And then I must yeah. admit, we did see uh Hayley and I think it was Chloe go to kiss as it went off in one of the oh, previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And me being the, the typical bloke, it's like, I was like, what? I want to watch the next episode and we couldn't. <laughs> I got fucking record cock blocked by my own podcast. <laughs> and the Dave Horrocks fucking dart mode up throwing darts at you, you bastard. <laughs> Oh, dear. I, I'm wondering what the scale is going to be as well, Chris, because, you know, would, would like, self-gratification, would that be, like, I don't know, a grand? Would yeah. full-on sex be, like, 10 grand? You know, maybe a little smooch is a 500 quid or something. I, I'm interested to see how they actually price things up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, babe. <laughs> I was going to say something, really, but I'm not going to say it. I'm sure you could get it cheaper elsewhere, I'll, sure I'll say, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, but think about it, right? I mean, I don't know. I've obviously got, is it eight episodes? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they're in there for a period of weeks. Now think about it, right? A couple of weeks in, you'd, you'd probably just have to brush past the couch or something. <laughs> it, it is going to be hard work for them. No pun intended. Well, I think I think you're right. I thought, you know what's interesting? It's a bit like this: the situation the world's in, and it would pretty much everybody, unless you're on the front line. You know, respect to everybody who works on that front line, genuinely from both of us. Is when you're on lockdown, it's not that like you, you'll go for your walk. This is it's sort of a, a parallel. Obviously, this is fucking a TV show that's just completely. But as a parallel, when you're told not to do something, a bit like you know, touch a wet paint sign. Yeah. For some reason, the natural human instinct is to go, you can fuck off, I'm going to do it. And I think that's why where you see all these idiots in the UK going out or whatever, doing stuff and they shouldn't be or whatever. But knowing that they're not allowed to actually have any touch or anything, that's going to make it even worse, isn't it? And if you were never told that, they wouldn't be bothered. But I think because you saw it, was like, well, I'll fucking show you. You know what I mean? And that's what I think as a show is going to be great. However, I do think there's going to be at least one person who is just going to be an absolute bellend and just going to absolutely try and ruin all the money. I'd love that if that happened. You know, somebody just kept coming in every day and kissing someone on the cheek or whatever. It's like 500 pounds, 500 pounds. And I, I think that <laughs> that's a show caused drama. That's what I kept thinking last night. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be limited to one. I, I think from what I've seen from this first episode, I, I think they're all going to be at it. I, yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, and if they do something, are they going to get called out, named and shamed? Or, you know, the rest of the group just going to find out? Because think about it. If you are scratching, you know, if you're climbing the walls, but you are, you know, adhering to the rules, and then someone else just, you know, does something and, and you end up with 20 grand knocked off, you'd be 
fucking furious, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, you would. And I think as well, what's interesting is you might find that a couple of the couples will be like really true and no touch, you know, we're going for the money. And then the ones who've been copping off and doing whatever they want, bringing the money down, they'll probably win it. That's that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know how it works, whether it's a Love Island one where you can share it or it's a couple's one. Obviously, we, it hasn't been explained, which is great because it just makes you go back to watch more, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on that note, unless there's anything else in particular in the in the episode you want to call out, I no, think no. We, we need to wrap it up because I want to watch episode two. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. So if you want to contact us for the time being, guys, at Love Island Cast. Is that right, Dave? I'll jump to the other So the one. Twitter? No, no, we'll read out the, the regular ones. Okay, okay, let's do it yeah. again. Sorry. If you want to contact the show, guys, at Love Island Cast on Twitter. If you want to email us, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And as always, get on to your podcast catching up if you can, please, and drop us a review in the show. And also, get on to this. It's just brilliant TV. We, it, I think the episode one ran about 35 minutes and episode two is around about the same. So they're not like our slogs or anything like that. It seems to be just at the moment, just about the right time to keep you um, engaged on it. So no, really good, Dave. And thank you, Dave. And like you say, hopefully by the next episode, we may have a big announcement about the name change and stuff like that. Yeah. And we'll send out all the contact details and we have our snazzy new logo, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe even by the next episode, but let's see. So Chris, it is great to be back on this and uh, chatting through this shit trash TV with you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get on to episode two and I'll speak to you next time. Take care, mate. See you, everyone. Bye. All we've got to do is just keep our pants on. (laughs) 